Alright, we are recording. Put your seatbelt on. Yes. Golly gee. Let me set it up before you drive next time. I would like to welcome us back. I have a script in my head. I know you have a script. I don't. Much better? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I will say, she's a pretty good driver. Sometimes she makes me nervous, but she's in general a pretty good driver. Pretty decent. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. What are you doing today? It's Monday. The sun is shining. How are you feeling? Um, pretty great, actually. Being off is wonderful. Yeah. We always have uh, Sunday and Mondays off together. That's why we record on Mondays. And two days back to back, it's wonderful. And if we need to get anything done, no one's out and about on a Monday. So you can go party and it's not uh, crazy busy like on a Saturday. Go party. Not party, but like go do errands. That's what I consider partying. <laughs> <laughs> Running errands, going to the grocery store. Oh, okay. Gotcha. You know. Got it, got it. The goods. What about you? How's your day? Feeling great. The last few days we've been getting in the fall spirit so we got made some really yummy hot apple cider yesterday it was really good i was actually had those like pumpkin cookies you know like little sugar cookies and stuff like that what else have we done caramel apples we did caramel apples yesterday and i didn't get sick and i I had two whole slices Nick is convinced that he is allergic to apples, and I really don't think that he is, but he tells everyone he is. It's not a convince. I have this thing where when I eat apples, I throw up. It's been a thing since I was a kid. Okay, but since we've been together the last five years, you have not thrown up once from apples. Because I've only eaten, I've never eaten a full apple, and the the two slices is the most apple I've had in, in years. And they were... Crisp, and if you are an apple person, you know that that is the best apple out there. That one is like elite, supreme. The supremo of apples. Yeah, <laughs> I, it sucks. We can't share that experience. That's my favorite part about fall is the honey crisp apples. What else have we done? Um, you've already decorated everything. Yes, we put out our fall decorations. Been drinking our pumpkin pie lattes, pumpkin spice lattes. I'm more of a maple something guy myself. That's true. Um, what else? We've, I so I grew up super sheltered. Um, like didn't have cable, didn't watch TV really, really didn't watch like movies other than what we owned, and everything we watched was like G-rated. And so there's like a lot of classics and things that I've had to experience in my adult years now. And so the first of which was, what did we do? Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus, which I'm going to be honest, I've never seen it either. And it's not because I was sheltered. It's just I never watched it. That was kind of weird. It was not what I I expected. It's still good. I will definitely like add it to my Halloween list. Spooky list. What 
else. That's where they'd say things, and I'd be like, that just felt weird. Yeah. Um, then we, Halloween Town. We watched Halloween Town. Yeah, what did you think of Halloween Town? I liked it. It felt very fast. Yes. But, you know, it was good. I guess there's like, what, four total? Honestly, I don't know. I remember I watched it every year. Just so in my one. mind, well, I watched every movie, like um, every time they came out, and I would watch reruns. So in my mind, there's 12 years <laughs> worth of Halloween Towns, and they made one every year. Gotcha. So I don't actually know how many there are. I think there are four. Um, I liked it. I'll definitely keep watching. Uh, what else have we watched? The big one. Oh. Harry Potter. Gabriella has never seen Harry Potter. And for those of you that are out there that are big Harry Potter fans who have read all the books, I never read all the books, but I grew up watching them. And since we've been together, which is uh, about five, five and a half years we've been together, I've known that Gabriella has never seen Harry Potter, and I have been waiting for the day, the moment, the time for her to be able to embrace the experience. And yesterday was that day, by golly. Yeah. You know, it... I didn't realize it was two and a half hours long. I didn't either. Was didn't, didn't love that. Long. We started at like 8.30, so I was a little sleepy. <laughs> so I'm, old now. I'm willing to give it a chance, though. I took the test. I What am I? A Gryffindor? Gryffindor. That was the hat, if you're wondering. The hat that places yeah. you in the houses. Honestly, all I know about Harry Potter is what I've learned on TikTok. And so when you did the voice, I was like, oh, that sounds like the TikTok. Really? So, yeah. Oh, that's so exciting. <laughs> I did it yesterday because we watched it with uh, a friend or with a few friends. And they all kind of looked at me weird when I did that. And I was like, come on, that voice was, was spot on. It was good. Yeah. I also took the test, which I never have. I mean, let's be honest. I've known I was a Gryffindor this whole time. But I took the test and it is confirmed. It is official. I am Gryffindor. So that felt Is good. that the most like common one? Gryffindor? Yeah. Uh, no, I can kind of tell by personalities mm-hmm. who's who. Well, except for Ravenclaw. I don't know anything about Ravenclaw people. Yeah. But I know more about Hufflepuff people. Yeah. See, that's also what I knew from TikTok was like all of these people were doing these trends of like making outfits based on your house. And so like the Hufflepuff was always like Papa's <sighs> Crafts. Pompous grass. Um, That's another fall activity that my wife has been doing. Thieving pompous grass on the streets <laughs> of Olympia. She literally keeps like cutting tools in the car so that she can stop and steal pompous grass. I just take like one per bush. It's not that noticeable. It probably would have died anyway. But now I can hang it and I'll have a nice little decoration because they're expensive. And that one back there was really nice. That one was nice, but I. I never take from people's houses. I'm always just on, like, public property because I feel like that's a little bit better. I mean... She's more of, like, a Robin Hood, really, yes. than, than your common thief. Yes. It's a righteous cause. Anyway, what were we talking about? Um, people and their houses. Oh, and yes, TikTok. yes, yes, yes. So... Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> <laughs> the outfits were always, like, boho and yellow and, like soft, you know? Mm. And so, I feel like then you kind of like know, like, that's a Hufflepuff kind of person. Is this where we turn? I don't know where we're going, <laughs> so I don't know. I think this is where I want to turn. Okay, sounds good. I'm just along for the ride. 
And so are all of our listeners. <laughs> Buckle in. <laughs> Buckle up. Make sure your car seat's in. What? I don't know. Oh, Christmas trees. Anyway, so that's been our, like, our holiday endeavors thus far. Our spookiness. But I, I'm a Christmas person through and through. So I am, like, I'll appreciate and embrace the fallness. But November 1st, my brain switches and I'm on my peppermint white mocha kick. Oh, I'm so excited. Peppermint white mocha grind, yeah. We have already, like, been wearing Christmas pajamas and stuff and singing Christmas songs. More so to frustrate friends of ours that don't uh, enjoy these holidays before a certain time frame. Yeah, she doesn't start celebrating until December 1st. Which, frankly, that just sounds like a Grinch-type oh, thing to do. This is not but where I wanted to go. Is it not? This is... That's okay. We're going to make it work anyway. Yes, we will. What else have we been up to? I think that's pretty much like our fun recaps. That it has been the fun aspects of our lives. Halloween was not like super celebrated for me growing up. Um, I mean, we did like church stuff and I was like, I was the type of person, I feel like we both were. We're like... If it was crazy hat day or crazy hair day or something, like we would both like go all go out all for like out. spirit week. Yeah. I love dressing up. And Same. I, it's <laughs> so fun to me. And so I feel like that's been like a really like great part of our relationship thus far. Oh my gosh, look at that. Oh, a minion. A big one. Yeah. Sorry, there was a minion blow up randomly and it was like eight feet tall. You're the type of person that loves to dress up. Yes. Yeah. And so I, I appreciate that about our relationship. So that's been like the one fun thing about Halloween. But honestly, I just love Christmas. I love everything about it. I love the movies. Yeah. My family always watches all the Charlie Browns every year. So that's like something special. We watch like the Charlie Brown Halloween, the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, the Charlie Brown Christmas. What's the name of our uh, big Christmas movie, though? White oh, Christmas, White right? Christmas, yeah. I'm dreaming of a white Where'd Christmas. Go? Right? That's my Bing Crosby action, in case you're wondering. That Home one. Boy is oh, amazing. That movie, so good. Yeah. I love the dancing. What's I the... love the costumes. <laughs> we're, sing or we're doing choreography. I'm not going to sing like, <laughs> Come on. on live broadcast. <laughs> this is it live to where I can edit it out. <laughs> you won't, though. If I sing, you would not edit no, it I'm... out. That's oh, funny. So. So we're kind of, we're in general, we spend all year waiting to get back to Christmas. Yeah. And we're also. You love the snow. I love snow so much. Like, something about it just refreshes my spirits. And I get so happy. And so. I like going to the mountains, but I kind of wish we lived in an area where, like, when it was winter, it snowed and we could just be in it. Yeah. Maybe one day. Yeah. I really don't know where I'm going. I thought I had a plan. I mean, I kind of know where I am, but this is not what I was wanting. Welcome to life, sister. And that brings us into our topic today. Oh. <laughs> I wish we had our transitions that planned out. That'd be so good. Should I turn? Uh, I like going straight. Going straight? Sure. We're at a four-way stop, and I did not know which way I was going to go. It's probably very frustrating for the other people. Anyway. It's okay. 
had two things we wanted to like discuss um, how they kind of made us feel. Want to jump into that? Yeah. First, well, I, oh, huh? I thought you were asking me to jump in. But I was you, asking, like, do we want to transition to that conversation? I think that is a wonderful idea. Take take the reins, driver. Perfect. Drive Follow this my car. lead. Oh, look at that tree. Wow. That's this is a beautiful area. Look yeah. at this farmy look. So, first of all, one podcast I love listening to is Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. So, I listened to that one. I think one of the mornings I was going to work, I was, like, getting ready. It was literally a 30-minute podcast, which was great. I enjoy longer ones, but sometimes it's nice to where I can just listen to it while I'm getting ready, and then I'm ready to go for the day. But she's talked about, like, planning, but also being present, and allowing yourself to, like, change the plan. And it really really spoke to me. I listened to it twice in the same day because I listened to it once and then I made Nick listen to it with me that evening and just because it was like that impactful for me. I don't know. What, what were your thoughts? Um, I actually really liked it too because um, she was really, she was talking about kind of planning and goals and things like that and like wanting to work towards them but not if you like uh, go off from your plan or you do something different or you kind of want to be in the moment for certain things um, not feeling guilty for doing either or so like not feeling guilty for like you know what I want to stick to my plan or ah, I'm actually going to do this today and kind of do something more creative because I feel like I get so rigid yeah. with my I come up with a plan in my head which you wouldn't guess this from my personality but I come up with a plan and that's the only option and I don't think about other options like, I'm like, all right, we're going forward with this plan and deviating from it and anyone else deviating from it. It's very frustrating. Yeah. But I, in the big scheme of things, like, it's okay to reshift my priorities in yeah. a moment, you know? Well, I don't know. What was your take? I love that she said, like, that whole concept. And then I also loved, like, how much she talked about your anxiety and how your anxiety is almost on top of you but it's not who you are like the person so like when you are making those plans that same person still exists in you when it comes to like executing those plans and so if you get like anxious or stressed or worried about like how you're gonna long-term execute the plan like just remembering that the person who made the plan does still exist and you are not your anxieties but they are just like on top of you but the real you is like underneath those things and so you do have that power to kind of like choose a little bit of what you want in life a little bit more I just I felt empowered by it because I feel like I feel like we, we talked about this last time too but we just both have such a strict we can't forward unless all 15 of these boxes are checked and they have to be checked in the correct order and stay checked and just like super unreal ex- unrealistic expectations for ourselves and, and for each other the day's done it's ruined it's yeah. <laughs> yeah we both spiral me especially i will be honest <laughs> oh Oh, you're gonna be honest on this one, okay? Uh, I was on some last No, one. no, you were. Cows. Cows. Look, more cows. That one looked like they had two heads. Nope, it didn't. Anyway. You were definitely honest on the last one. No, I yes. was saying, okay, I'm not gonna add any commentary. Yeah. 
shade at me right now. I'm not, I promise. I feel like I'm very open and honest with my you really shortcomings. Are. You are, because if you, um, I wouldn't even call them shortcomings for one thing. No. <clears throat> um, you are, especially with like our friends and people close to us. Because, I don't know, and I think that's why people like you so much, is you're so transparent. And I think, especially with uh, other women, you just make them feel like, oh, it's okay to to have felt these different things, I'm not crazy. Because, kind of, when you're in just certain environments, perpetuate this idea that, like, women are hyper-emotional, or all these different things, and it's just, it makes it not okay. And it's like, no, like, it's okay. Like, it's normal, it's okay to feel what you're feeling. It's just, how do we communicate it? So, Yeah. You are welcome, my beautiful queen. Thank you. I'm really loving this. This is a great podcast thus far. I don't know if it's doing anything for you guys, but for me, Honestly, I feel great. Literally, I, as soon as we, <laughs> we started joking around, I was like, man, we are vibing today. The sun is out. Who are we today? Look at that horse. That horse. Oh, so cute. It's black. So, yes, I don't even know where we were talking about. Anyway, um, I just feel like, yeah, I start to panic. And I spiral quickly and have a hard time regaining control if I feel like things have kind of, if I've lost the reins in a sense. And so, I don't know, that podcast just really spoke to me of like, you are allowed to have a plan, but you are also allowed to like not have a plan and you're allowed to like not let that plan dictate. I don't know, we... We love hanging out with friends, we love talking with friends, and we will always choose relationship over, yeah. like, tasks, and so sometimes I get mad at us and mad at you if we <laughs> choose that over, like, oh, we had a game plan and we are gonna go, gonna do laundry and gonna grocery shop and gonna make a list of all the things we gotta do, and then instead we just, like, I don't know, you and I hung out, or whatever, we talked with friends that day and everything got off track. But I always feel more fulfilled when we are, like, investing into relationships versus day-to-day tasks. And so I think we do try and prioritize that. But I don't know. The podcast just really, it gave me the feels. Definitely listen to it. It's only 30 minutes. She is great. Very encouraging in the sense of, like, embrace your feelings, but also, like, don't allow your feelings to, like, control you. Which I'm very like I'm, a, I'm yeah. an adamant person in that sense about that. And that's concept. huge to like learn to recognize and to understand because you feel like kind of what you were saying earlier that you feel like your anxieties, your depression, your whatever is it's who you are and like this is me and it's like there's so much more to you and almost does us a disservice to our humanity as a whole to like encompass all of ourselves into that and it's like no this is an aspect that's just weighing on me right now. Yeah. Really great stuff. I really liked it. 10 out of 10. I said, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh man. There was a deer. It's a baby one. It's only got little antlers. Bambi. No, Bambi's a girl. Bambi's a boy. Bambi's a boy. Yeah, Bambi's a boy. Bambi's mom. How could you tell if that was a girl? Oh no, it has antlers. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a deer expert. (laughs) I am not. <laughs> but Google were hunters. And gatherers. Yeah. Anyway. Never mind. I was, no, I'm not going to make a joke. <laughs> Anywho. Um, what was the other, uh, the 
message yesterday. Yes. We, so oftentimes, especially with COVID right now and just in general, uh, we, we don't, we haven't been to like any specific church yeah, in quite some time. We don't right have a home now. church, which is very okay. Like we're loving it. We're loving the time we're spending together and no regrets, but uh, we love to tune into um, Mosaic out of uh, LA <clears throat> and they are fantastic. Um, and from top down, they're fantastic, and they love people. They really do. That house is gorgeous, and it gets me every time. Yeah. Like, that house embodies a big fall home to me. I want to have yeah. Thanksgiving there. Yeah. Um, but yesterday, we listened to a message by Erwin McManus. Um, what was it titled? I can't remember. First Up. First Up. And, man, it was really great. Like, I don't know. I feel like growing up in church you hear it all, you've heard all the messages, you've heard all the... And this one really felt like it just kind of realigned some priorities for me, and I just, I don't know, I felt empowered after. Yeah. What kind of priorities did it realign for you? Um, so I was kind of talking about... Well, one big thing. You're talking about, um... Golly, I'm losing my track of thoughts. So... It was like, uh... The concept of your, who you are should, like, you should already have questions answered. So when yes. opportunities are presented, you can just jump on them and you're not having to, like, checklist, okay, does this align with what I want? Is this what God wants? Is this God's plan for me? And, and that in itself can be a trap of the, is this God's plan? And it's so, such a, uh. Yeah. But, yes, thank you for the reminder. <clears throat> um. And it, it just really kind of, there's just different things and priorities that I've, I've wanted to get back into that I just haven't. Um, anywhere from reading my Bible more consistently to um, things like tithing, which we can discuss more, but really setting my priority again to like, God, you're my priority and I trust you, which I don't know, can be kind of cliche thing to say, but I know in our life, historically, we've had situations where we didn't have money, we didn't have a car, we didn't have all these different things, and then, like, we were prayerful, and we were faithful, and, like, God really showed up for us, I feel like, um, and so, yeah, it's just really wanting, it made me feel like, you know what, I want to put my priority in certain places so that I'm ready with my yes when yeah. the time comes. Yeah, it was like the whole concept of once something gets presented to you, you you shouldn't then be evaluating priorities in life. Like your your priorities should always be set and you should already have the answers to like what are values of yours so then when something comes up you can just go for it and you can be that first one to like lead and move forward in something and I feel like for us we have sometimes been struggling with that where because we don't necessarily know our values really like we do but we don't we're re-evaluating re them and recreating them right now there probably have been opportunities we may have missed and I think God is a good God and he will always like bring new opportunities to you so just because you miss one that doesn't mean you're done for but is that a pig? We are in farm land, people. Welcome to Farmville, Washington, where we got population one pig and five horses. 
<laughs> I don't know where that came from. And on the left here, we've got a dozen cows that will be the milk providers for the evening. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. Anywho, um, it was just a really good message. Yeah, highly, highly encouraged to listen yeah. to that as well. And the way, like, honestly, Gavin and I, once again, we're very big into creativity, creative field, like, music, visual, the whole shebang. And the way they present it is so, like, inspiring just from a creative perspective that while you're watching it, you're just, like, in awe of the beauty of what's being done. Um, and so, yeah. It's a good message. I really, I really enjoyed it. <clears throat> yeah, I think for us, what we want to start applying to our lives would be the different concepts of like, I don't know. There, there the last three years, we have talked so much about wanting to move and wanting to like pursue these dreams, but yeah. every time we've never moved forward. I feel like because we haven't been consistent in our values before the opportunity. Yeah. And we haven't been willing to uh, take criticism. Take criticism, take risk, and be uncomfortable. Yeah. And that's, I think, we're at the stage in our life where we're ready to, like, feel like we're good enough and confident enough that we're, we're getting ready to just be able to take risk. Even doing this podcast. Yeah. Go us. We are doing wonderful right now, my love. I'm applying Lauren Elizabeth right now. I'm affirming myself. Look at that. You want me to cut it down? No, there's a truck behind us. Oh, he'd see us take our license. Yeah, and there's that person right there, too. There's a Let's... lot happening right now. Oh, cool. Sorry, we got stuck behind a garbage truck, and then another truck is trying to back out of this one area, and then there was another truck behind us. There's just a lot happening. Talk about the roads of life. I'm going to do that a lot. <laughs> Just so you know. Great. So yeah, all that having I said, we watched the message while folding clothes. And I don't know. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> Just a good time together. Yeah. I'm not all about... Uh, everyone wants to get back to normal with like going to church, being in the building, all this, this, and that. Um, and I have we have very strong thoughts and opinions on the matter and I just think it's nice to be able to be at home with my wife folding clothes drinking coffee and like watching a message and being together I feel like that that is a more of a holistic faith than arguing on the way to church yeah <laughs> trying to get there by 8 45 or 10 o'clock yeah or one so <laughs> What are your strong opinions? You keep alluding as if, like, there's... I don't know. Just so, okay. In terms of COVID and everything, I have seen a number of um, churches, pastors, that are very, very, like, adamant that the government's against, against them right now, that they are being persecuted, that they're not able to meet, and they're no longer allowed to worship and that the government's controlling their worship. And frankly, I think it's complete bogus. And the um, American church claiming that it is persecuted 
is baloney sandwiches. I'm just gonna say it flat out. It is baloney sandwiches because the American church, A, I'm just gonna, it does, has not been persecuted. B, has funded and has so much wealth in it that how could it be the persecuted class? Yeah. And three, it has been the backing behind a lot of really bad things that have happened throughout American history. So it has done the oppression and not being oppressed. I would say as a whole, the American church has become more on the pharisaical side um, than on the Jesus side. And not not every church, not because there are some incredible churches that are doing amazing things and have all the priorities correct. Um, but there's just this weird notion that pastors pastors are perpetuating, and they're trying to get people back in their buildings, back in their buildings. We have to do church, and there's a like a spiritual manipulation that happens and a guilting to where, oh, if you're not in the building, you're you're not worshiping and God's not your priority, this and that, and that's just so far from the truth and so far from what's the reality. And it's I think pastors have made other things their idols and their gods without realizing it and it's all coming out right now and I think that there is almost an empty praise happening yeah I would agree I feel like it's interesting that we stepped away from church like church as we knew it about it for a second? Can we go in for a second? COVID doesn't care if you're a Christian. You can pray all you want. That doesn't mean you're not going to die from it. doesn't mean you're not going to get sick. doesn't mean... And if someone if someone comes to service and they get sick and something bad happens through that, you're... Like, as a pastor, you are responsible for your flock and that is on you. 100%. If you were, like, perpetuating this notion that, like, you have to be here, we have to be in the building, blah, blah, blah. Um... And not all pastors are on the tilt of like, no, 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 we gotta... There are some pastors that are honestly trying to do it out of love, I think, and have the ideology of like, people don't have a home, let's get the building back open so that people have a home again. But that also gets back to the holistic point of, were you properly discipling them so that they can be self-sufficient and feed themselves when they don't have you? Um, Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, you got me. You got me on one, baby. I'm about to be shaking from 
excitement. I also just finished my coffee, so I'm, yeah. a little, I'm a little buzzing on the inside. I think some context for us, like for our listeners and anyone yeah. who's listening, we have both grown up heavily involved in the church, um, heavily like serving and um, weren't brainwashed. I wouldn't like go that far. I know yeah. that there are a lot of churches who do make it culty and weird. I think we made our own decisions, but I don't think we like took the time necessarily to make our own decisions on a lot of things. We yeah. just kind of like went with the flow, kind of yeah. stayed in the busyness. Um, and for clarity, like I wasn't. Oh, I'm sorry. Continue. Thank you. Uh, so we have seen a lot in different church culture. We we believe the church the way that Jesus intended is the answer, which is why we're so critical when we see it causing pain to people. Yeah. Because we have experienced pain and we've seen the pain that it has caused people close to us through unhealthiness and through like improper teaching and discipleship and care. And so I think that's why we are so critical. So it's not this podcast isn't going to be us just like bashing and critiquing the church yeah. forever. It just is like we're frustrated at the injustice of people being taken care of. And so I think that almost shows more of a love that you can see the faults and want to call out the faults. Like yeah. if you if you love someone, you're going to like help them to grow better. You're not just going to allow them to stay stagnant. Yeah. And so I think because we love the church like the church holistically not a specific building we love God and want to see people have hope in their lives because of that I think that is why we are so adamant about biblical truth and grace and all of those things I don't know no, no, what did you have to add? I agree 100% with what you're saying um, that's essentially what I was going to say. Like, we, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How did you Just know? let me talk. Hmm. Um, we, we love the church. We believe in the church. We believe, like, it's the answer to so many different things in the world when it's healthy and when it's in God's, like, plan. Um, and I think right now is a time where the church is being refocused, realigned, and it has to be. Um, for those, if you have time and want to do this later, read Amos 5 it's in the Old Testament um, and I think it's verse 18 or 20 but just read through it and there's this part that talks about um, this uh, your loud worship your noisy gongs um, but not having the actual like care and priority of God not actually having the care and priority of uh, justice not having the actual care and priority of like actually loving people and so it's saying like your worship is pointless your loudness and your your bigness is pointless without uh, following the truths of who I am and embodying who I am to people uh, so yeah Amos 5 is wonderful um, but with that I don't know I think there's a big change coming like literally everything is coming out between like uh, racial issues in the church to COVID in the church and I think there's just a time of realignment happening and that there we will see beauty come out of this and we will see like people embracing a more holistic faith and people actually being discipled um, 
but it, you know, it takes a lot of stress and strain to make change happen. Yeah. Shift some trajectory. And another thing, another small disclaimer about this podcast, you don't have to be any sort of religious affiliation to listen to this podcast. Like, that isn't everything we're going to be talking about, but it is, like, a, a large driving force that made us who we are. And so, I think we both really care about hearing all sides to different things, and so hopefully we'd like to offer different perspectives to people, and we're willing to listen to different perspectives as well. So yeah, I, just like a small disclaimer, this isn't going to be like a, this isn't like a church a Bible podcast. study, yeah. like go read these things, that's just kind of where this one went today. Yeah. But we will, I don't know, we want to talk about marriage and life and dating, relationships, and sex. Sex, yeah. You're so excited to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm excited to say that. People need to talk about it. Uh, we talk about a healthy big dreams. Yeah. yeah. Big dreams for sure. Struggles that you face in your 20s. So it's just the holistic. There's a, a lack of conversations that we were wanting when we were starting out in our relationship and especially when we left the church we felt like we lost a lot of um and for clarity we didn't leave the church we left a church yeah but the church we grew up in yeah for sure and we haven't found a new one so there is i would say a little bit of lack but also we've gained a lot but anyway yeah. what i was trying to say <laughs> Nick gets very excited. I'm a little ADHD, and not to make excuses, so sometimes I feel the need to say and express, and on the inside, if I don't, I go a little crazy, and so I don't realize when I'm doing it all the time, so please forgive me and give me grace if I do it, because I don't mean to. Yeah. I promise uh, I'm not trying to mansplain. No, you should not have. That's okay. Um, but yeah, so, what were we saying? I just, I was saying, I feel like there was, because we were not in church and surrounded by, like, people older than us for a long time, there wasn't a whole lot of, like, conversations from someone who's past where we are, so that's kind of why we wanted to start the podcast in a sense of maybe we're a little bit farther along than some of our listeners or maybe like our listeners are right in line with us and so then they can feel you know less alone but that's what I was trying to say is yeah. the, the reason like we want to have this podcast and talk about all of these like less talked about concept concepts is because we haven't really had that in our relationship and in our 20s and so we want to create that that's yes. all I was trying to say. And we've had a number of friends that we've either had some of these conversations with or whatever, and they're like, ah, you guys need to start a podcast. This would be great. We'd love to listen to it. And so we did. So here we are. Yes. And once again, I want to reiterate exactly what Gabriella said about you don't have to be a believer. You don't have a certain set of ideals or viewpoints or whatever. Like, we're also not super rigid on how we think nowadays. And so... Like, we want to invite anyone. Like, it doesn't matter if you have the same ideas or beliefs or whatever as us. We want to be your friend. Um, and I think we try to live that life out holistically. And we have friends of all 
walks of life that we try to really um, build <laughs> relationships. is so like. Is it? Walks of life. <laughs> okay, and... let me let me try and say it in a different way. We have friends from all kinds of backgrounds um, and ideologies, and we want you to be one of them. That was a little bit better. I know it was. I felt good about that one. There's just certain phrases you have a hard time unsaying when you yeah. grow up in church. Christiany. So we are we're working, and also you realize, and I, I didn't realize it until over the last year and a half, really. It's so awkward to hear like very Christianese conversations, yeah. like from an outside perspective. Oh You're gosh, like, this is yeah. the most cringy thing I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> so we try to be very adamant about not phrasing things like that because we want to be normal. Yeah, we are normal. <laughs> wanna, yeah, we are normal. Want to actually have conversations with people. What time are we at? We have time for one more. Yeah. Bit of sorts. Like how long have we been recording? Honestly, at least 30, 45 minutes, maybe. Okay. Um, you know what we never shared? What? A scary story. Oh, do you have one? Because I, mine's like mine is not funny, scary. Mine's terrifying. Have I? Do I know it? I hope so. Okay. Otherwise, your ass is gonna be spooked in this car. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, I want you go. You do yours first. I'm gonna hear yours. I guess yeah, and uh, and I'm gonna let her know with yours. So we had the thought of like sharing something like scary or spooky that's happened to us, you know, because Halloween is this week. We don't know when necessarily we're uploading. Ooh, spooky story time. So, that was our thought, was to share, like, a weird encounter, you know? I feel like, I don't know, mine's kind of sad. Which, I don't know which one you're going to do. Which one? I only have one. Anyway, I, pretty much my family has always had a history of being able to, like, see... My grandpa swore he thought he saw the devil when he was driving... And so he swerved and rolled into a ditch. That was before I was born. My dad, I guess, has had more, like, dark... I don't want to say demonic, because that just sounds very heavy. But just different things like that. So one of my first memories, I think, is, like, having a dream. And the memory is before my brother was born. And I think I was dreaming... And I'm sitting on my mom's lap because she's pregnant with my brother and she's clipping my fingernails and I like see this shadow of a person like come in through the front door and it's like on the floor like horizontally and it's trying to like come up and get me and so I used to like have those types of like dreams or visions a lot growing up and I don't know I know my dad has had some like that. I don't know what kinds he's had. And then, I don't know. I used to, like, I'd wake up and feel, like, something heavy on my chest. Like, I couldn't breathe. And, like, I could see, like, a figure, like, sitting on me. Or just different things like that. And so, I don't know. I've Yours had, is terrifying. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's sad. It's not, like, <sighs> funny or weird. It's, I'm like. I'm literally scared in the car. <laughs> and we're, like, in daylight together and I'm scared. 
<laughs> so I have very vivid nightmares and I can, I always say I have a sensitive spirit, so I don't ever watch scary movies, violent movies, graphic movies, like anything like that. Any even like thriller suspense type stuff stresses me out. And she, yeah, she like, if we watch anything, even like, like Riverdale, which gets really weird, she'll have like really bad dreams that night. And so I wake up a lot and I have, yeah. It's just a whole, so this season has never been my favorite. All, all of that to say, I think my parents like equipped me pretty well to be able to like handle those types of dreams and like what to do when those would happen. Um, but I still get them. I'm thankful that I'm married and now I can be like, hey, if I had a bad dream, and yeah. What and did I, you think I was? And I go, oh, it's coming. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> Sometimes. Like, oh, sorry. <laughs> and you just go back to sleep, and I'm like, literally terrified, sorry. crying <laughs> in bed, and you're like, meh. It's because when I, like, I don't wake up, wake up, I just kind of stay asleep. The other thing I love about those stories, though, is the way, uh, whenever we talk about you, always talk about how your parents were, like, very adamant about praying together. Yeah. And prioritizing that. And I, I just love the, like, family picture of you having a bad dream, being, like, scared, and your mom or your dad coming up and, like, praying with you, and you, like, feeling at peace again. Yeah. I, don't know, I just love that dynamic that you had growing up. It's really cool to me. They are. Honestly, I can't imagine having better in-laws. Like, they're amazing and have just welcomed me into the family. Um, my scary story? Yeah. Okay. Well, when I was younger, I used to always watch my brother play video games. And I didn't play them. I don't like playing games. But I love watching, which is probably a little weird. I don't know. I just always did. Still do, actually. And he was playing this game called Fear... And he was probably 17, and I, he might have been 16, and I, we're seven years apart, so do the math. I can't in You're this nine moment. Or ten. I was nine or ten. <laughs> uh, that's why I have my calculator next to me, my lovely wife, calculadora. And, um, <laughs> anyway, he was playing this game called Fear, and there's this scene in this game where. Uh, there's like this weird, scary, creepy demon child involved and you're trying to hunt them or I don't know what's going on. But there's a scene where in the game the power goes out and you hear this like, <gasps> screaming and the light comes back up and you look up and you realize someone in the, the character in the game got like sucked through the ceiling and there's like blood dripping from the ceiling oh. and it's terrifying. You're like, oh my gosh, what happened? And then, literally, like, ten seconds later, the power goes out in our house. Dang. So it's just me and him in his room, and then, like, after watching that scene and hearing screaming, the power goes pitch black. The game cuts out, it's dark, and we're just like, oh no, oh no, they're coming for us! Whew. So yeah, that was scary. I thought you were going to share about uh, you and Austin. Oh my gosh, that story is wild. So one time, this is the first, so my best friend, Austin, um, this is literally the first time we had ever hung out. We were going to another friend's house to hang out. We were probably 16 at the time. Um, and it was just, it was a weird night. It was, 
it was probably like a Friday night, and just something fell off in the air. You know, you get those nights and like something just feels eerie. Um, at one point, we were driving, we heard like gunshots, like semi-automatic, like grrrat, grrrat. And we're like, what in the world? And then at another point, there was, uh, we could see and hear police helicopters like hovering around. And then while we were driving, we were listening to the radio, and the radio like scratches and like and cuts out. And we're like, what in the world? And then to top it all off, literally a mile from our friend's house, we're at a stoplight. I don't know what they're doing. Um, sorry, a car kind of cut us off a little bit. <laughs> um, we're at a stoplight, and these two dudes wearing hoodies. And the freaking, they were wearing like the anonymous mask or the V for Vendetta mask, the like white one. And they had hoodies on and they walk like across the crosswalk. And mind you, our radio had like just cut out a little bit before this. And as they're walking, they both turn their heads and look at us and then walk across the street. And we look at each other, we're like, dear God, what just happened? I don't know what's going on. It was terrifying. And then to top it all off, our friends played a prank on us. They what did they do? <laughs> we get to the house, and they had no clue anything that had just happened. We get to the house, and the door's locked, all the lights are off. We know they're there, and we're like, what's going on? And we look in the window, and our friend was tied up and covered in ketchup. What? Yes! <laughs> they had tied up one of our other friends and covered him with ketchup, and we were like, uh... Did you, could you tell it was ketchup? No, it was red. We found out later it was ketchup, oh, okay. and that person also had an allergic reaction to it and started itching. Boys are like, so dumb. <laughs> we are, in fact. <laughs> That's why you, uh, you gotta let us get that out of our systems before we pursue a relationship. Um, but yeah, getting to the house and seeing that was just like the icing on the cake, and we're, yeah, it was freaky. Oh, wait, no, the window was left open, so we had to crawl in through the window. And we knew, we're like, someone's gonna pop out, like, something's gonna happen. I'm pretty sure they, like, rushed out and tried to scare us. It was a long day, it was a rough night. Ended up being a great time, though. Had some fireworks involved, the whole shebang. Fireworks in a bathroom. Yeah. But, that was terrifying. And thus concludes Halloween with the Hollanders. Didn't that, wasn't that cool? Halloween with the Hollanders? Golly. Halloween should be our favorite holiday because of our last name. Yeah, but I feel like Hollanders is a very, like, European, I feel like the Europeans, like, that, like, realm do Christmas really well. I guess we could also say we can embrace Christmas and do the holidays with the Hollanders. Yeah. But just, like, you know, like... Hollander, like I'm just picturing like Swedish and like that, like Scandinavian. It is a Dutch last name. Yeah, hundred percent. And they, through. they love Christmas. They do it up. Oh, man, we need to really go to a really like festive, festive. <laughs> I was trying to say a festival, but that's not what I was trying to say. A very festive Christmas place with like lights and snow. Oh, we literally we've never. What is Leavenworth? I know we've never been there together. Uh, when I was younger, I don't remember anything about it. I just remember it being super German and not knowing that it was German. I was just like, wow, this is a weird town. <laughs> and now I go, ah, Sprechen Sie Deutsch? Yeah. Well, we're almost home. Do you have any other, like, final thoughts, final conclusions? Um, 
I guess we could end this with some encouraging words. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Hey, guys, you are doing wonderful. Uh, we love you. If you're having a bad day, I'm sorry. But, you know, it's okay. Don't feel guilty for having a bad day. Don't feel guilty for not accomplishing that thing you wanted to accomplish today. It, You know, you're going to have tomorrow. And if tomorrow doesn't go well, you're going to have the next day. And you just got to try and live life, not compare, and do better than yesterday. Even if it's just small little things. Take the wins. We love you guys. That felt encouraging. I'm ready to go conquer the world now. You got any encouraging words? I think you summed it up. Yeah, I think that's great. Thank you for listening. We'll have a new episode out soon. We really, I feel like this brings a lot of light to our day. And so we hope that we were able to do that for you as well, even in this small hour or however long it was. Could have been two hours. I don't think it's two hours. No, it wasn't. I think it was, it was a solid 45 minutes. Perfect. That's the ideal time. Really. Honestly, because hour and a half podcast for too long. I don't listen to Joe Rogan because it's too long. That and other things. <laughs> I'm going to listen to the Kanye one, though, for sure. Okay. I cannot wait. Um, anywho, all the things that you do for podcasts, you review, you like, I don't know, do those. That would be wonderful. Share it with your friends if you enjoyed it. If you didn't enjoy it, share it with your friends. <laughs> uh, if you got a bad review, please don't. <laughs> very sensitive. I am. I can't. <laughs> I know I need to toughen up, but I don't want to. Just be nice to me. <laughs> but that's all for now. Love you guys. Stay safe on this journey to nowhere.